Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Austin was admitted to Walter Reed Medical Center on January 1st for complications. The president's National Security Council were unaware of his hospital stay until Thursday. Maybe you can just go back. Go back? Yeah. Pretend like it never happened. You mean just walk into the staff meeting on Monday morning like it never happened? Sure. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. From all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm -hmm. Now you can fix that by trying to build a wall, or you can fix that by trying to document people. Walls, walls, walls. We killed my mom and drivers in school in the morning in his young grade school. Oh, please, not this again. Turn on when there was a frost, turn on the windshield wiper, there'd be an oil slick in there. It's fiction. It's an urban legend that never happened. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. I'm back. Don't pay the ransom, honey. I have escaped. I was not hiding in the hospital. I was available. I was still writing an occasional column for the Herald. I was still doing a Mark Simone show. I was doing the WGAN Tuesday morning shot. I just want to tell you, I, any any comparison to me and the guy from the outfit, as uh, as Joe Biden has been known to call uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, is purely coincidental. But I'm back, and we're going to have a, a good time today. And uh, going forward, the the uh, Iowa caucuses are a week from today, I believe, and the New Hampshire primary is two weeks from tomorrow. So I think this thing is going to be, at least on the Republican side, is going to be over pretty quickly. You may have seen someone from uh, Morgan Stanley, I guess, is predicting or making the possible prediction that uh, Brandon will be out of the fight by by uh, Super Tuesday or the day after Super Tuesday. And uh, it, seems, it seems like it's getting awfully late. You know, I mean, at least in 1968, when Johnson got out, you had uh, you had McCarthy, a senator, had been running for a long time, most of the uh, most of 1967, and uh, Bobby Kennedy was waiting in the wings to get into it, Senator Bobby Kennedy, and uh, this, this this is going to be awfully late to be getting out, but he's it, this is pitiful what's going on. I mean, this this whole thing with Lloyd Austin, the the Secretary of Defense, he he disappears. <laughs> I mean, it's it's elective surgery, and I guess the speculation is he got the sleeve. That is, that's a procedure I'm very familiar with. I I remember getting it done in uh, on a Friday, and I uh, I was uh, you know laid up for the weekend, but uh, Monday I crawled uh, into the office. It was in 2015, I think it was. I I, I watched the Super Bowl. So it was just, a, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that, it was almost nine years ago. And uh, I, I crawled into the office and I couldn't eat anything, you know, because they take out your stomach. You can't, eventually you can eat stuff. You can eat the same stuff. You just can't eat nearly as much of it. But for the first few weeks, you just have to eat gruel, soup, and uh, yogurt, that kind of stuff. That's why the weight just peels off you. But I mean, 
So he had it done on a Monday, January 1st, a week ago today. And he didn't tell anybody until Thursday. I thought there were I, I thought there were a couple of wars going on. I thought these were pretty, you know, by this you know there were no wars going on when Trump was president. But you know, even by uh, you know post Cold War standards, these are pretty big wars. The the uh, the war in uh, Gaza and uh, the war in Ukraine, and there were you know, and of course Biden. Biden is non-compass Mentis on his best day. He doesn't he doesn't know where he is. Hey, he got a sunburn in in Delaware last week, I guess. So he he either got a sunburn or they were they did some kind of a procedure to his face that uh that that didn't go well or that they didn't keep him under wraps long enough. And uh so so this guy is the Secretary of Defense. He's supposed to be handling all this kind of stuff. So, so what if there'd been like a, uh, what if they'd, they'd gotten the, the word that Iran had finally, uh, you know, developed a nuclear warhead and they were going to shoot it at, uh, at Israel or at Europe or, God forbid, the United States of America? You have no Secretary of Defense and the President of the United States is a vegetable and... The vice president of the United States is little better, if if indeed at all better, even though it's not a case of dementia, it's just a case of being dumber than Claudine Gay. So, I mean, no one was in charge, and they just, they, they don't seem to care. It's It really is astounding. And I was thinking about it, you know, they no one, no one has mentioned this, maybe everybody's forgotten it, but... The first Secretary of Defense in American history, they used to be called Secretary of War, which was, you know what, a more, a more accurate term. But they, then they changed the name to Secretary of Defense. The first Secretary of Defense was a guy named James Forrestal. He was from New York. And uh, he, he didn't get along with Truman. This was in the 40s. And he didn't get along with Truman. And Truman finally fired him in 1949. And he, ha- he went into, he was a very very uh, manic depressive type of guy and uh, he, he, he had a nervous breakdown and he went into the hospital and he, uh, he threw himself out of the out of a 16th floor window and killed himself in 1949. Very sad story. That's you know you've heard of the the carrier, the USS Forrestal that's named after this guy, the first Secretary of Defense James Forrestal. But you know, <laughs> I mean, until he was fired, he was, again, he was, you know, he was talking to Tom Dewey about taking the job when, you know, because he was a New York guy like Dewey was. And uh, when Dewey was running against Truman and they thought he was going to win. But, you know, even though he was, you know, kind of going behind Truman's back and even though he, you know, had mental problems, he was never out of pocket totally until he got fired. How, how, can, how can you have the guy... Be the, the be the Secretary of Defense, and he's not, and he's not there. And they didn't know it. That, that finally, someone told Jake Sullivan, or he, he tried to get him, and he couldn't find him. This was again the operation was New Year's, a week ago today. The, Jake Sullivan, the NSA guy, he's just basically a coffee boy. He, would you how how would you like to have him, you know, beside you in a foxhole or in a in a bar fight? I don't think you would. He found out about it on Thursday. No one was was informed until Friday night 
in the press, in the public. No one was informed that this guy was uh, MIA. MIA. And and again, I don't I, I don't understand what the big deal. If it if it was the the sleeve, the fat the fat procedure, it's it's not that bad. I mean, it's it's not great. And I came back pretty early because again, you know the way I am. I like to read the the live spots. But I I don't understand this thing. And then. The second person, it's a woman that, that apparently is the acting de- deputy deputy associate assistant secretary. She was in Puerto Rico on vacation. That's another thing. I know I just came back from two weeks vacation, but people knew where I was. I was there. I was, I was around if you needed me. I was by the pool. Just call Roscoe and he'll get me. And she's in Puerto Rico vacationing. And so they still, you know, you know uh, Austin... The guy that leads the outfit, he's in the hospital. Does she put down her little uh, her little Cuba Libre or her drink with an umbrella in it? No, she stays in Puerto Rico. I <laughs> I just I just don't don't get it at all. Two oh one. Forrestal didn't kill himself. That's in all caps. Is that another conspiracy theory? I thought I was the only guy left in America who who remembered James Forrestal, and he, he died. He killed himself, and he did kill himself before I uh, before I was even born. But uh, I, you know, I don't think we need to go down that uh, that rabbit hole to discuss what happened to James Forrestal. I just remember my par- my father and my uncle talking about what a great guy he was. Probably had something to do with the fact that he was Irish Catholic. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Who is in charge? Says five zero eight. Not only at the White House, but also the Defense Department. Is it a nameless, faceless group of people, several layers below, running things? Yeah, I mean. You know, you don't even you don't know who these people are, and you just keep reading these stories that they they're they're trying to organize this uh, uh, sub Rosa revolt against uh, the U.S. foreign policy supporting Israel. They want to support Hamas. They want more genocide. They want more pogroms in the Middle East because they're Democrats. That's what Democrats have always done, and it's just it it's just really horrible. And, and, you know, and the thing is, too, the, this whole thing about vacations and people just being totally off the grid. Did you see there was a story in The New York Times yesterday about uh, how Claudine Gay, the, uh, the, the serial plagiarist and rabid anti-Semite, uh, unqualified president of Harvard University, about how she was uh, cashiered over the, over, over the break. She, she, she knew she was on very thin ice. Do you know what she did? She didn't hunker down and try to make phone calls to save her job. She went to Rome on vacation. Rome! Penny Pritzker, whose uh, cousin is uh, named in the latest Epstein documents as having sex with an underage girl, Thomas Pritzker. She had to call Claudine Gay in Rome and tell her that, uh, you know, that uh, it was getting dark early and not just because it was the winter solstice. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. Biden got the sunburn in the Virgin Islands. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You're right. He got the. I he takes so many vacations. I get him confused. He was in the Virgin Islands and he got the sunburn, and then he came. Then he came back to Delaware. But now he's back in Delaware, or he was back in Delaware, when he's making his speeches about uniting America by calling uh, everybody who uh, is for Donald Trump a Nazi. 
That's that's his idea of uh, you know bringing everybody together and lying about going to church. We'll get some more of those. We'll get some more of those cuts of him lying about uh, going to uh, going to the funerals of all the police officers who were uh, killed on January sixth. Spoiler alert: there were no cops killed on January sixth. But you you knew that already. I wonder if his audience knew that. Probably not. They're low info, no info Democrats. 844-500-4242. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They're always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself in your health first, and since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can, too. Make your health a priority. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. Did you know that between hosting a four-hour radio show, multiple media hits, political advocacy, and walking Roscoe the Wonder Pug? I call it a dog. Howie still finds time to write three columns a week. Oh, wow. Read his latest at HowieCarshow.com. Howie Carr is back. I love my pillows products. I sleep with their pillows. I wear their slippers. I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared is sitting in for Taylor as Taylor goes over some of the uh, Brandon cuts for later on. So, uh, Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who is best qualified to be the next president of Not Harvard? Not who you're for, but who's best qualified? Senator Elizabeth Warren. Deval- the fake Indian. The Deval first, Patrick. The first professor of color, female professor of color at Harvard University, until she was no longer a professor of color. <laughs> uh, Deval Patrick. He says he doesn't think he's suited for the job. He did flunk the bar exam his first couple of times he took it. So that's, a, that's, that's in his favor. He's, Ra- a, D, he's a DEI candidate. <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. Uh, uh, I need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoopi Goldberg. Again, need I say more? She can, she can bridge the gulf between the... Uh, the communities of color and the Jewish community, apparently. Rachel Rollins, Sam she, Brinton. She needs a job. <laughs> Sam Brinton. Yes. Or he the would, Reverend Al. See, a trans woman. Or or Reverend Al. I'm going to go with Sam Brinton because he'd, be, he'd bring something new to the table. Yeah, suitcase Sam in the lead now at 24%, <laughs> 17% for the Reverend Al, 15 for Whoopi. 
14% for both Deval Patrick and Rachel Dolezal, 12% for the fake Indian, and 4% for Rachel Rollins. Oh, poor Rachel. When it rains, it pours. 844-500-4242. David, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, David. Uh, I wanted to bring up two things real quick. One I'm sure you remember is Al Haig. Yes. In the middle of a press scrum with Ronald Reagan getting bullet fragments picked out of his lung. Right. Made the mistake of saying, I'm in charge. Here. I'm and in charge that, here, I believe is really exact. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he either had to resign or was fired. I'm not sure which. I remember later he ran for president, and he was, he came into Boston, and he, and he said, I want to meet Howie Carr because I was writing the column for the Herald. I'm still am. And uh, I said, they said, do you want to do you want to go see Al Haig because he wants to meet you? And I said, you're damn right. I want to. If a guy says he's in charge at the White House, yeah, damn right, I want to meet that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Se- second thing, real quick, is this afternoon I've now been hearing that somebody over at DOD had the flu, and that's the the new cover story for why nobody got informed. And that immediately reminded me of the old movie My Cousin Vinny, where Joe Pesci goes in front of uh, the judge being played by Freddie Gwynn yeah. with his ridiculous uh, uh, second-hand store suit, and yeah. he says he had to get the suit because the, because the real clothing store was closed because it had the flu. And I'm just like, <laughs> the flu? The flu has knocked out the Department of Defense? You get, what a clown show. I know. It, it really is. And, and at least there was, you know, as crazy as that Al Haig story is from 1981, at least there was somebody who was willing to step forward and claim, even if it wasn't true, that he was in charge. There's no there's nobody there who will who will say they did anything. No, just like nobody, nobody left the cocaine. Nobody, nobody leaked the, uh, the the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade. No, nobody will take responsibility for anything. Thanks for the call, David. Frank, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Frank. Hi. Uh, I wanted to remind you, Howie, uh, incidentally, I'm a retired naval officer, and I was navigator on the forest all at one time. But be yeah. that as it may, I was going to mention, uh, under President Clinton, the officer carrying the football was left behind by his motorcade twice, once in Philadelphia and I believe once in D.C. And uh, that nuclear code football device is never supposed to be out of, uh, you know, more than 10 feet away from the president right. at any time. Well, well so, remember I mean, when uh, the guy wrote the, the guy that carried the football wrote a book or an article when he was working for the guy that was working for Clinton and they got the word that they had Osama bin Laden, a drone was following him. They could take him out at any time. And Clinton was playing a round of golf, and he just kept – he wanted to finish the round of golf, hoping the drone would lose uh, lose Osama bin Laden so he wouldn't have to make a decision. And sure enough, that's what happened. Yeah, could have saved us all – yeah, could have saved us all a lot, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears had, uh, had, he, had he taken out Osama bin Laden. Thanks for the call, Frank. 844-500-4242. Yeah, who, who had the nuclear football when – Everybody, everybody was uh, indisposed, like uh, like 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 Barack Obama, right? On uh, what happened when he he was going to Vegas and he didn't want to do something? I'm Howie Carr.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242-844-500-4242-339. I never thought it would be good having Marty Walsh 10th in command, but it would be a good, would be a good thing. But after this week, I wish he were there. Good God. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. When when Biden became president, we looked down the, the, the chart of the line of succession. And believe it or not, Marty Walsh was about as competent as it got, more competent, in fact, than it got. Maybe the maybe the Secretary of Agriculture, I think it was Vilsack, or maybe it still is Vilsack, the former governor of Iowa, Agriculture Secretary. Maybe he would have maybe he was better, but I mean there's there's nobody there. I mean the the light you know, the, as the old song goes, the lights are on, but nobody's home. There's nobody there. Someone says he bets Obama knew that that Austin was in the hospital. It's again, it's it's if it is the sleeve or gastric by, bypass, you, you, you're kind of weak, but you, you know it's not like you're in a coma or anything like that. Again, I was back. I did it Friday. I was back on Monday. After it was a it was a slow weekend, I must say. But you know, there's no excuse for what happened. Eight four. Thank God that for for Austin that that uh, Trump said he should be fired. That's that saved him, obviously. All right, now it's time for Grace with the news. Yes, Howie. And actually, speaking of this this idea of like whoever the next person is is going to be worse, uh, Jared actually mentioned to me, and I can't figure out where he found this from, but I guess he had said something to Republicans because a lot of people have been talking about this impending impeachment of Mayorkas, that the next person they bring in after him as head of DHS would be worse than he is. And I don't think that's a terrible tactic that he's taking. It's actually probably really true, and it's frightening, but he's warning them, like, hey, be careful what you wish for. You get rid of me. The next person's yeah, not going to be you, great. You know, the thing is, though, that, it, you know, they, they were able to get all these terrible people through, you know, in the uh, the euphoria of Biden's selection as president in 2021. Look at what just happened with uh, Marty Walsh's uh, uh, deputy who they wanted to move up to uh, Secretary of Labor. She was she was next. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't I don't think they could I don't think they could get through another uh, nut. I mean, that woman I think her name was Julie Sue. I mean, she was just terrible. She was she presided over like forty billion dollars being stolen out of the PPP funds in California. Just totally incompetent, and of course a left winger. But uh, you know, I mean, compared to Mayorkas, uh, she she seems like uh, you know a. Uh, a, a level-headed member of the Federalist Party. Yeah, he's now Mayorkas. His latest thing is blaming the surge at the border on climate change, which isn't the first time we've heard that. I think Kamala yeah. Harris, the border czarist. Kerry said that too, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. a popular line. Uh, I just haven't heard him use it in a while. In other news, you just mentioned this, but it's worth repeating. Trump demands Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin be fired immediately after secretive hospital stay. This is from the New York Post, but Trump originally wrote this on Truth Social. He has been missing for one week and nobody, including his boss, Crooked Joe Biden, has a clue as to where he was or might be. He has performed poorly and should have been dismissed along with General Mark Milley for many reasons, but in particular, the catastrophic surrender in Afghanistan, perhaps the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country, Trump wrote. Milley's gone, though. Yeah, and I keep reading all these stories, Howie, in Politico and other places about whether or not... um, 
whether or not Lloyd Austin's going to get fired. And to me, it's like, obviously not. There's nothing you can do in this administration that makes them fire you. And the headline I originally... Well, Sam Brenton got fired, but it took... He had... It was the third. The third time was the charm, right? Yeah. And this is the headline from Politico. It says, the Lloyd Austin fallout is growing. Quote, someone's head has to roll. And I just read that and I thought, really? I don't know. Does it? No, I Nothing don't seems so. to happen either way. If you don't get fired for Afghanistan, I think you're pretty much set. Yeah. In other, well, well the thing is about Afghanistan is he, he I, I think the evidence is pretty much clear that that he told Biden not to do what he did, and Biden is just so dumb, that and so corrupt that he just wanted to have this uh, victory lap. I mean, he, he thinks if he just yells something out like that whole thing about the Valley Forge and going to the funerals. Yeah. I mean, he thinks if he just says it and, and yells it, everybody will buy it. Yeah, but here's my question for you, Howie, is that if you are, because Biden's the boss. I, I know we all have theories about whether or not he has any idea of what's going on, but he's the face of this administration. He's the head. And if you have... The sunburned some, face. Yes. If you have someone who screws up this bad don't you just it just seems to me it would be easier as the person in charge to say cut them loose like cut them loose because that does tend to get people off your back like if somebody gets fired for something howie it's a quick way to make people feel like okay well it got handled to a degree he never does that in any situation and i'm starting to wonder if it's because he thinks well if i fire yeah, all them of his, then they'll all talk. of his appointments are woke you know I mean, it's it, it's really in retrospect, it's amazing that they were able to get rid of Claudine Gay. I mean, it's a, it's an indication that probably that that gone through what half of her published quote unquote work. You, you got to figure that there was that that it, there was going to be something in everything, and it was just going to be a slow drip, 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 right? So she couldn't she couldn't hang on. But she's the exception that proves the rule. You're right. I mean, they're not going to if they get rid of some, if they get rid of Austin, they're going to have to get some other wokester in there, right? Somebody else who's fighting white supremacy. Oh, I'm wondering if we're going to hear that the criticisms of Lloyd Austin are racist. Has that come out yet? Three, two. <laughs> oh one. no! I put it out into the universe. <laughs> Um, Howie, big story now from the New York Post, as you've probably been following while you were on break. A lot of the Epstein-related documents have dumped, and this is uh, a new update for everyone. It says, Epstein accuser claims pedophile had sex tapes of Trump, Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson, according to new docs. A Jeffrey Epstein accuser once claimed former President Donald Trump allegedly has sexual relations with one of her unnamed friends at the late pedophile's New York home on regular occasions, according to another trove of court documents. I know know nobody has any credibility now about saying anything, but she has renounced everything that she said as far back as 2016. She said she this woman said she was just trying to get attention to the charges against Epstein. So that's why she said it. But well, that. that's an effective, not not ethical, but that is an effective way to get it because, as you know, Howie, and, and you can kind of explain this going back to Epstein in Palm Beach, um, this has been known for a really long time, but, and I was thinking about this the other day, Howie, Acosta, when he was working for Trump, he was the one who got a lot of heat for this, but couldn't charges have been brought against Epstein in New York as well? He had multiple homes. Well, I, I think the thing was that uh, 
he they, they had a, the state's attorney, the district attorney of Palm Beach County was a uh, was a Democrat lapdog, and it was basically up to him. These are the these are the these are basically state type charges, right? Like, right. Like the feds uh, in in Boston have turned over the uh, the brothel charges to to the DA of Middlesex County, and then the uh, then the Attorney General of Virginia. You know, so the 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 uh, DA uh, or the state's attorney of Palm Beach uh, punted, and and Acosta just picked it up, and and he didn't. I mean, he didn't. You know, throw him in jail or anything. They just. I think they just put him in. Uh, he had one of these Al Capone suites in the uh, Palm Beach uh, County House of Correction. You know, just where you know everybody could come in and deliver him his meals and God only knows what else. But I mean, Acosta did the U.S. Attorney, who later became Secretary of Labor under under Trump. He at least got some conviction against him, and that's and that that was what forced Harvard, among other places, to to sever their ties with Epstein because he had this felony conviction. And then and then nobody ever cared about it. Nobody ever said, you know, Acosta was too easy on this guy until Trump appointed him. And then the Miami Herald, which at that point was still kind of hanging on as a legitimate paper, it no longer is. Yeah, the, the Miami Herald decided to uh, go after Acosta because he was working for Trump. That was the only reason. They did, do you think the Miami Herald cared about Epstein? He's one of them. He's a comrade. No, and every single celebrity who now claims that, you know, it was the biggest mistake of my life ever having an affiliation with him, they all knew about this around 2008 as well. And plenty of people kept having meetings with them, you know, flying to Paris for a cup of coffee with this guy. So a lot of these people pretend. And remember, remember, he was a member of Mar-a-Lago, and then he he was hitting on the towel girl who was 14 years old, and Trump heard about it and threw him out of the club. So, That's not something you're going to hear a lot, though, in the mainstream media. No, it's just like you're not going to hear that uh, Trump was the guy who who first integrated the uh, the exclusive clubs in Palm Beach to let in blacks and Jews and gays. You'll never hear that, no. even though it was even though it was uh, you know commonly reported in the New York Post and maybe other papers in New York at the time when he was doing it. Speaking of Mar-a-Lago, Howie, later on we have Hate Mail Monday, and that comes up as your your vacation and how much time you might have been spending in Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and whether or not you were eating for free. That's all coming up later. But I have one other thing to tell you, Howie. Um, this is like a standing headline at this point. Every day there's protests from pro-Palestinian activists. Um, today they were blocking New York City bridges. I don't right. know if you saw any footage of this, Howie. One guy, one man, l- was so angry. He was going to pick up his daughter in Brooklyn. He got out of his car. He just started shoving people out of the way. And he was like, you idiots, get out of the way. I have to go pick up my daughter. People are really starting to, and rightfully so, like lose their patience with these protesters. And I do think that at some point there's going to have to be more of a strategy here from police. They were, they were desecrating a cemetery in West L.A., which is a Jewish part of the city. And, they, and they've also been blocking traffic every day on, uh, in, in Seattle. And you know where the mayor is? Where? He's down at the, the uh, college national championship game supporting the uh, University of Washington. Yeah, well— You know, I thought, I thought, you know, when you have an emergency in your city, even if it's the winter and you're in a warm place, don't you fly back? I think that was this—that's that, usually the way it is when a blizzard starts in the Northeast, right? Or, or shouldn't, you, shouldn't the guy fly back and, uh, and try to take control of this thing? Or he can call up his second-in-command and see if she's in Puerto Rico or not. She wants to make the way back. Um, 978 has a really good point— uh, Grace, all Austin had to do was say he was going in for gender reassignment. 
And then nobody would have said anything about it. Yeah, well, what you said about Trump saying he has to be fired, I'm like, Trump should have come out and said they, they have to keep him. They have to they have to keep Lloyd Austin to the end of Biden's term, and then they might have actually thought about firing him. But now he's not. But just one more thing, Howie, to your point about Seattle, some of those pictures, you know how whenever we talk about these protesters on the highway and uh, you oftentimes refer to people who are trying to get through on an ambulance? Yes. In one of the photos, you can see an ambulance with its lights on just being stuck on this oh. highway. So yeah, this stuff, this nonsense just keeps up i will be back a little bit later howie for hate mail monday just imagine if you were in there and you'd had a heart attack and you're in a coma you, you wouldn't know it but just imagine you've had a terrible bike accident and you're in grinding pain again something i know something about and and you're stuck and you can't get to the hospital to get the uh the the brain scan so that they can give you some let's let's face it fentanyl to take the pain away and you're stuck because these savages on welfare from the Mideast have blocked the traffic. I, I I would be pretty angry. I'm pretty angry just thinking about it now in, uh, in, uh, in the abstract. 844-500-4242. Happy New Year to you guys. Start 2024 off right with a special treat from MyPillow. They're bringing you their biggest bedding sale ever right now. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases for only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. Make your New Year's resolution to get better sleep in 2024 with MyPillow because they're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you will get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as little as $29.98 while supplies last. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. The Howie Carr Show is back. 844-500-4242. 508 says, you'd think after the photo of Austin triple masked and with a face shield, <laughs> I've forgotten all about that. <laughs> it was, he, he was reviewing some troops, and he's, and he's wearing like a, like a double N95. What is it, an N190 mask? <laughs> you'd think cop, coping to the sleeve would, copping to the sleeve would be a lot less embarrassing. You know, they, that's right. I mean, if he's that petrified of, uh, of getting COVID because he's fat and dying, then, you know, you wouldn't think it was a problem. By the way, uh, Howard Stern, he's been another one of these uh, uh, COVID nuts. And uh, I guess he was out last week, only he wasn't on vacation. And he, he admitted today he's, 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 he got COVID. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many, how many times do they, can these people take the shot and then they get COVID? And then, by the way, nothing happens. He was sick for a couple of days. So, so what does it really matter? 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. 
617, regarding the protesters blocking traffic in California, self-driving cars are exempt from traffic violation tickets. Get my point, says J.D.? Oh, I think they'd find a way to go after you if you you were to to scrape one of the uh, one of the snowflakes with uh, you know chanting Allahu Akbar, chop off their heads. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Rich and happy New Year and many year to come. God Same to you, Mr. Garcia. Listen, what did you think of Phil Murphy? What did you think of Phil Murphy uh, saying that any migrant, any migrant, quote unquote, any illegal alien who arrives in New Jersey, like in Secaucus, where they used to have the slaughterhouse, will just be bussed straight to New York City? He sounded like a Republican to me, Mr. Garcia. Yeah, he's he, he doing, he doing, I don't like Murphy, but uh, in Newark, the mayor. I, I, we had stupid mayor. He said, we're not going to pay any hotel. We cannot afford to pay any hotel or any shelter. Yeah, that is the mayor of Newark, say. Also, I want to ask a question. The Secretary of State, he, he was in the hospital. We know that. But you you have to have contact. When I worked with, uh, I worked with the government, I had all my family contact why not contact a wife or contact anyone? Yeah. Why nobody was Mr. Garcia, someone just texted me and said uh, Austin has a, this protective detail. I guess they all do, all the members of the cabinet. And they are congressionally mandated to keep Congress and the president aware, uh, aware of where he is. <laughs> that is crazy, right? And... <laughs> That don't make no sense. Uh, I'm going to renew my ID, government ID. Yeah, I need, I need three uh, contact, emergency contact. If right. not, uh, we, why why go people never contact a wife or whatever family and anyone? Well, like a, a lot of people, when they when they go when they're away, they say, you know, hi, uh, you've reached the voicemail of so and so, and I'm not available. You can leave a message, or if you have a problem, uh, call uh, call Taylor, or call Grace, or call somebody else. I mean, that's that's like standard procedure for for anybody, isn't it? In the private or the public sector, Mister Garcia, you don't you don't just disappear like you're like you're an illegal alien who just uh, you know did a smash and grab on Fifth Avenue. Why you don't want to fire him? I don't want to say it, but you, you know, know why. Why, why I'm going. You, <laughs> you know. Thank you. Thanks, Mr. Garcia. 844-500-4242. I thought about putting Bob Menendez, his, his uh, senator, on the, uh, on the list of potential Harvard presidents. And somebody said, "Why? where's Michelle Wu, the mayor of Boston? But she doesn't have that advanced degree. You know, like the Reverend Sharpton does. The Reverend Sharpton, he's a, he's a doctor of divinity. So he's eminently qualified. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr.